the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need. And Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the third season of the Business Savvy Singer podcast. We're so glad that you're here. This season of the podcast features weekly interviews with professional singers of all genres and backgrounds, in addition to featuring experts who provide support services for singers. Join us each week for great information to move your career forward. Keep in touch with us via social media. We want to hear from you. Hey there. And welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I am so excited today. Uh, I am at Music in the Park, sponsored by Harbor Arts, and we have a real celebrity with us this evening. <laughs> His name is Corky Siegel, and I am so excited to have the opportunity to hear him play and sing, and it's going to be a great night. Hi, Corky. How are you? Hi, Greta. How are you doing? I am great. I'm so excited to have this opportunity to chat with you. So, so tell us, how did you start in music? What has music, I know it's been your life, mm -hmm. but how did you start? As a child or? Well, I did take uh, clarinet lessons when I was eight years old. Okay. Uh, my parents always had music around the house. They all sang very much out of tune, <laughs> but they loved singing. <laughs> And I'm still working on trying to sing in tune. It's not doing very. Oh, you do I, I hit some good notes. I'm, <laughs> I'm what they call a, a crooner because I, I I don't hit the notes. I slide into mm -hmm. them, and I got the right note somewhere. You know, I, I got the right note somewhere. Okay, so anyway, um, but I love singing. I'll never stop. And uh, so eight years old clarinet, and then later on some piano mm -hmm. and, but I was a bad student I get <laughs> my hands would get slapped you all didn't the time practice I didn't and <laughs> and then I failed all my courses in oh, in high school theory and <laughs> well yeah and then I went to college uh my parents somehow got me into college well, I don't know how <laughs> and failed all my courses except for my major which was saxophone wow tenor saxophone classical tenor sax and piano and I failed music education, which was my minor, and I failed every other academic course, including all the music courses, like wow. theory and everything. That doesn't mean I didn't take those courses. Mm -hmm. So I got a little bit of music theory, just enough to not get in my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, I agree so, with that. And now I understand it, and I, I, I would know how to deal with it. So mm -hmm. I, I learned a lot more. After mm -hmm. it. But anyway, I got my start in performing music 
But first I was playing rock and roll saxophone with a trio of mm -hmm. friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And and in those days, in the 60s, there was a lot going on. And we would look out our window and we were told, this is America. Mm -hmm. We treat everyone equally. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we looked out the window and we saw that wasn't true. Yeah. And I, this wasn't conscious. This mm -hmm. is me, me. This is me in um, retrospect, thinking yeah. about this. This is a live radio interview. This is a live radio interview. Can you edit it? I can. Okay. Yes? I'll stop that. I think this was around 1961, and I was playing rock and roll saxophone. And when I say rock and roll, I'm talking about melodies from Little Richard, Fats Domino, that kind of a thing. Wow, cool. And, you know, I was just learning, and I wanted to play jazz. That wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. I, I just didn't have the skills for mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, you know, as kids, we were told that this is America, and we treat everyone equally, and we looked out the window, and we mm -hmm. saw, hey, that's not true. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this was a conscious thing. This is me thinking back, oh, this is why I did that. Yeah. Why did I cross the tracks? Yeah. And why did I feel more comfortable crossing the tracks, mm -hmm. a place I wasn't supposed to go in the mm -hmm. 60s, yeah. than in my own neighborhood? Yeah. So I wanted to get yeah. that out of the way. Yeah. So you were know, doing that. Then when I fell in love with the blues, so a neighbor had brought me over a few records, and I heard Muddy Waters and Holly and Wolf and Jimmy mm -hmm. Reed, and I was like dancing yeah. around the house yeah. in ecstasy. It's great music. And then... Um, uh, I started learning some blues tunes. I met my partner, Jim Schwal, mm -hmm. played guitar. We were looking for somewhere to play our tunes. You know, a lot of Holland Wolf and Muddy Waters stuff, mm -hmm. but also some things we wrote. We walked into this club. This was 1965, 43rd and Vincennes. We were the only two white kids wow. anywhere. Yeah, for or, miles. Or for miles. <laughs> And we walked in and we said, we'd like to play here. And, uh, you know, probably we were 20, 21 mm -hmm. and still in college. And the guy said, well, set up here on the stage. The women are coming in mm -hmm. and you can play to them. Mm -hmm. So it was a women's club and we played to them. And he hired us to play every Thursday night wow. from nine at night till four in the morning. Wow. Every Thursday. So after hearing Muddy Waters and Holland Wolf and all those guys, coming out of the grooves of our record. Wow. Here we are on stage, and the first night, what happens is live radio interview. Hey, what's up? Good. And what happens hey. is Muddy Waters jumps up, jumps, mm -hmm. jumps up on stage. Wow. Howlin' Wolf. Wow. Willie Dixon. Otis Spann. Wow. Uh, that's great. Little Walter. Wow. Um, even the young guys like Junior Wells and Buddy mm -hmm. Guy. Wow. And um, they all took us under their wing. Wow. That's took care lovely. of us. That's lovely. And that's how we, we got our start. It was 1965. Wow. In 1966, it became the Siegel Schwal Band, mm -hmm. just about became the Siegel Schwal Band. And this guy used to come in night after night. He was a big fan. And Never met him, but he comes over to me. He says, Corky, I'd like your band to jam with my band. 
And I'm going, who is this guy and what's his band? Yeah. It was Sage Ozawa. Oh, my his, goodness. His band was the Chicago Symphony. Wow. So we got William Russo to write a piece for us, and we performed it in 1968. And Sagey said to me, you must pursue this juxtaposition of blues and classical. That's great. It's very important for music. It's very important for the world mm -hmm. because it will bring people together. Absolutely. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Wow. That's fantastic. Seiji Ozawa, oh my gosh. But I also fantastic. do I also do solo shows, yeah. you know, as you can see. And I yeah. played with Siegel Schwal up until 2016. And I'm still doing chamber blues. Wow, that's great. The chamber blues. And that's wonderful. I recorded two albums with Seiji on Deutsche Grammophon and the San Francisco Symphony and did a bunch of orchestras. And I've been playing with orchestras and I just finished two new pieces that were commissioned. In 2007 and 2017 that I played all over the world and I'm trying to record wow. one of them now that's where I'm at. Wow, that is fantastic. Yeah. Well, you are truly legendary <laughs> and we are so excited to hear you this evening. And I'm glad that you're coming up and doing yes, a, a little tune. Too. That'll be fun. Yeah. 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 Thank you for inviting me. I'm delighted. And just let it go. All right. Even if I well, don't, I will. I will. But I want you to I will run with it. I'll I, go for the gusto. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right, Corky Siegel, okay. thank you so much for thank being you. with me today. Thank you. Singers, have you ever wanted to improve your sight reading skills? Do you want to hear harmonies better and sing them more easily? Would you like to be able to improvise and sing more styles of music? Donovan Mixon's performance ear training can help you with all of these things. Donovan has been a faculty member at Berklee College of Music and is an expert in this field. Doesn't matter where you live, classes are offered online. Visit DonMixon.com. Check out our show notes for more info. Good news! We're partnering! The Business Savvy Singer podcast is delighted to be included in the NatsCast network. NatsCast is the official podcast network of the National Association of Teachers of Singing. It's an honor to be part of this community and have the opportunity to provide encouragement, education, and entertainment to singers everywhere. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the PrivateMusicStudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at GretaPope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.